Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 348. The write-up for last week's episode 347 on Oliver's story is available on the website. This week, I want to cover a film that uh, is from the 80s that I grew to appreciate much later on. I didn't see it when it first came out. It is 1985's Real Genius. Now, if I remember at the time, I don't think this was a super smash hit. It wasn't as iconic or as remembered as, say, the John Hughes films of the 1980s. But it is a movie that I have come to appreciate. I didn't see it until much later when I was a teenager in the 90s. And in fact, when I saw it the first time, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. It wasn't until on subsequent viewings that I came to really appreciate what a good movie it is. Let me give you a quick rundown of the cast. You've got Val Kilmer as Chris Knight. He is the uh, uh, college senior. He's uh, a genius and he, he's also a little bit of a rebel, so he wears sunglasses. He's kind of that cool, uh, smart kid on campus. You've got Gabe Jarrett as Mitch Taylor, and he's actually one of the main protagonists. He's this like 14 or 15-year-old prodigy who wins this science competition in high school and gets recruited to come to this college, which is sort of like a fictional Caltech. I'd think of it as like a MIT or Caltech. Michelle Myrink plays Jordan Cochran, who plays a female student who lives down the hall from Mitch, and she's this kind of quirky um, uh, inventor, so she's always inventing gadgets that don't quite work. You've got John Grease as uh, Laszlo Hollyfield, who is the campus legend from the 1970s. He was the genius uh, in decades past, and we see him every now and then. He comes out of... Uh, Mitch and uh, Chris's uh, dorm room closet, and when they go to, and when Mitch goes to investigate, he can't see where he came from. So there's like some secret passageway. So he's hit hiding in in the basement of the uh, of the dormitory. Uh, you've got William Atherton. Now he's the antagonist in this uh, film. He's he plays Professor Jerry Hathaway, and essentially what he's doing is he's trying to get his best minds, his his best students. Uh, working on a secret project, which is basically a laser guidance system for the military. And he's the one who recruits Mitch. He finds him at the science fair and, and uh, convinces him to enroll in college or convinces his parents rather to enroll him in college. Uh, Robert Prescott plays Kent, who is uh, Hathaway's teaching assistant. He's also uh, a bit of a goofball and he's a little bit of a bully to, to Mitch as well. And then you've got Patty Arbinville as Sherry Nugel. And it's not entirely clear what her character does in the beginning, early in the film. Chris Knight is taking a tour of different technology companies, and I think it's established that she works there, and she's kind of on a quest to find the uh, the smartest person uh, in the world and basically uh, hook up with that person. Uh, the film is directed by Martha Coolidge, and there's a lot that's going on in this movie. There, there are just a lot of different plots. There's, there's a lot of character twists and turns. And uh, I will say that this is a movie that wasn't a huge smash hit, but I think has kind of become a cult classic uh, since it came out. And one of the things that I really like about it, and one of the reasons why I recommend this movie, is because a lot of teenage comedies from the 80s, they treat both the characters and the audiences as, as pretty stupid. They a lot of teen comedies, uh, outside of the John Hughes ones, which I think are largely excellent. A lot of them are forgettable, and and the characters are pretty much the same. They do stupid things. They 
They go for the lowest common denominator to get laughs. And uh, whereas in Real Genius, the story and the script, they give us smart characters, really smart characters. And I think that's refreshing to see really smart teenagers, including a, a child prodigy, all working together and and just seeing their journey in college and working on this crazy uh, experiment or this project for this professor. And it really leans into that. It doesn't dumb down the plot and it doesn't dumb down the characters. So I think that's really one of the positives of this film. I think of this as a summer film. I think I first saw this around this time of year. Uh, I rented it from Blockbuster and then uh, I've seen it subsequent times. And I usually happen to catch it when it's rerunning in the summer or when it's streaming during the summer. So I think of this as a summer movie, even though it largely takes place during the academic year. And I think part of that is since it's set at a West Coast college, it's it's always sunny and it has very summer-like weather. Uh, the soundtrack is fantastic in this movie. It is quintessential 80s, including... Uh, the Tears for Fear song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Uh, th- I mean, it's such an iconic song. And I think this was the movie that introduced that song, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So let me uh, give you the good and the bad. Uh, as I mentioned before, smart 80s teen comedy. It doesn't dumb down the material awards characters. It's got a phenomenal soundtrack, including that Tears for Fear song, which plays just at the right moment at a very funny over-the-top scene at the end, which I won't give away. And there are a lot of funny, clever, and quirky moments. I love the fact that every character has a quirk. Every character is developed, but yet we also see some nuances to them as well. In terms of the bad, uh, I will say there's probably too many plots. There are too many things going on. Uh, such that it can get a little confusing keeping up with everything. The movie, as a result, isn't quite sure if it's a teen comedy or a a serious spy intrigue story. It tries to be a little bit of both. I don't think it quite succeeds. So there are times where the movie, especially at the very beginning, it, it almost sets itself up to be just this very serious, heavy spy drama. And then all of a sudden, it transitions into this uh, teen comedy. And it doesn't always gel well together. It doesn't quite pull off being both. And despite the fact that I think the characters are largely very smartly written, there are some stereotypes uh, from the 80s that, uh, despite giving us great characters, there are some stereotypes of you know nerdy science types that I think this movie falls into. And, if, and also, there's a little bit of confusion with some of these characters. I think... Um, uh, unfortunately, Sherry Nugel's character I don't think is very well developed, and they could have written her a lot smarter than just simply, you know, being on the hunt for the uh, the smartest man in the universe or on campus. Other than that, I think this is a fun movie. Uh, I'll share one piece of trivia. I remember the trailers that aired when this movie came out. And it shows, and and one of the reasons why I thought it was an interesting-looking movie is it plays into that whole kind of young genius inventor-type characters. And the the trailer shows Val Kilmer, actually, Chris Knight, floating in a a beach chair that's uh, powered by balloons. And I thought that looked really cool. Oddly enough, that is not anywhere in the movie. That, I think that was a deleted scene, and I wish that is something that they had kept in there. But I remember that from all the promos and marketing material. I will give this a solid three and a half out of five stars. As for where you can find this movie, 
I would recommend try Hoopla. It does stream from time to time. It's popular enough that you may catch it on um, on cable or one of the streaming networks. I don't know that it is streaming right now on any of the major ones, but you'll probably see it pop up from time to time. And I'll also have affiliate links if you want to rent or buy it from Amazon. Anyway, I hope you enjoy Real Genius. I do recommend. It's a fun movie. Uh, and again, it's, it's got some smart writing and some smart characters. All right, I'll be back next week. Have a great week and a great weekend.